10% down. That's right, 10% down. A second home could be more consistent than stocks. A savvy investment, if you ask me. But don't just take my word for it. Talk to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. KKSE Parker Denver Home of the Nuggets Home of the Avalanche Altitude 950 Denver's All Sports Station Live from the Altitude 950 Studios The Vic Lombardi Show Starts now He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do Jesse Trujillo He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. Mario! He's a millennial who keeps this train on track. Sort of. Will H.W. Peterson! He's the smartest man in Denver sports media. And he wrote about it in July. James Merlat! And he's the star of the show, the center of the morning universe, the one and only, Vic Lombardi! Uh, a lot, obviously. Um... <laughs> Makes it extra special, but at the same time for us was, even for me, it was just uh, to get that two points and keep climbing in the in the standing. What in the world is happening with the abs? And whatever it is, can I get me some of that? Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show, joined by H.W. Will Peterson, who was at that avalanche game yesterday. James Manchester Merrillat, fresh off his trip from Las Vegas, Fellas, good morning to you. Um, zero degrees don't feel too hot. Uh, no, it was a uh, it was a bitter stop at uh, the coffee shop today, and I wouldn't say I'm fresh off my trip to Vegas. Uh, we're, you should be fresh. What do you mean you're not fresh? We're gonna plow through this, Vic. <laughs> were you among the many that they kept showing on social media uh, once the Vikings secured that victory and? They had to do that pomp circumstance, get back on the field for the extra point and the, what was it? The spread was secured. They didn't go over and a bunch of people won money there. Were you one of those people? Uh, no. Uh, I was the guy who had the Jaguars and the Saints money line parlay. So I was about ready to cash in and was 10 seconds away from it. But the line, at least where we were watching, did go off at five and a half. So the extra point was the difference between winning and losing for anybody who had uh, Minnesota or New Orleans. So yeah, there was uh, there was some suspense in the uh, in the sports book as they figured out what they were doing there at the end. Wow! So that finish was especially painful to guys like you. I mean, for those of yes. us who just watch as fans and are like, "Wow, that was neat." There was nothing neat about it for guys like you. No, neat was not the word that was going through my head uh, as the play happened. Well, in Manchester, just to make you a, a little more uh, ticked off, Vic and I spent yesterday, while you were on your way back from Vegas, 
Uh, we mentioned the name Raheem Moore yesterday about 220 times. I'm sure. Times. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, the, Raheem Moore, his, his play was nowhere near that bad. Uh, Broncos still had a shot, yeah. right? That's I mean, exactly that, what I said. That game went to overtime on the Raheem Moore play. They had the ball, I don't know, five or six times. They had all yep. kinds of opportunities. That was the final play, and it ended their season, and it was a total whiff. Uh, it just was It was mind-boggling. It was mind-boggling. It, it Again, and I've gone back and looked at it because I spent three hours talking about it yesterday, the attempted tackle there on that play. I went back and looked at it every single angle, and I was trying to figure out what the hell he was thinking there, going down with his head completely down to the ground, parallel to the ground, eyes down, everything down. What was he? What form is that? I don't know. I, and, you know, it, it makes me wonder that these guys get flagged for so many things if he's not trying to come in and, you know, make sure he doesn't hit someone too high. Or I don't know what's going through his mind. But, man, if you tackle him, the game is over. The only thing you can't do there is whiff. That's the, yeah. And well, he just whiffed. Even if he tackles him, though, he's got to tackle him in bounds Correct. for the game to be over. Because if he tackles him out of bounds, then they have a shot to uh, win the game at the buzzer with the field goal. So anyway, that's uh, that being said, you saw the game from a much different vantage point. H.W., meanwhile, you spent the day at Pepsi Center. You are indeed hockey will. Did you sit there in... Uh in the booth again? Did you watch it with Moj? No, the booth was crowded yesterday, so I was up at the press box. Oh. But uh, what do you yeah. mean it was crowded? Who's it? What does he got? Like an entourage with him now? Well, it was Baca, Mosier, and Birdo, so there, there was no room for a fourth. Let's put it that way. But why is Birdo? Why is Birdo up there? Because he does pre and post game. Yeah, but shouldn't he be doing that from the pre and post game site? Why is he up in all up in in his grill over there? I, I don't know. That's a question you could ask Birdo. But, Vic, I'll, I'll say this, and we'll get into it. The Avs, honestly, didn't play all that well yesterday and still won 3-1. to one. That is the mark of a good hockey team, Vic. When you can show up on a day where you really don't have your best stuff and still win by two goals, whew, that is a big deal. Dude, I want what they're having. Whatever they're having, I want it. Because uh, the team can do no wrong at this point. You win seven in a row for the first time since 2006. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty special. Now, still got a lot of work to do, which is what's crazy about this whole thing. You know, you win. You think you win seven in a row, and you're in a firm situation. You're not. You're not nothing firm about it. There's still a lot of work, fellas. I was watching the Clippers Rockets game last night. Right, just your basic late-night TNT NBA game, right? And you think, oh, that's a big deal. The Clippers win. The Clippers are on a run. The Nuggets need to be worried about the L.A. Clippers. They visit the Clippers tomorrow night. They are now one. They are now eighth seed, the Nuggets are. They're behind the Clippers in the standings because of, uh, of the ties and all that business, tie breakers. But at the end of that game, oh, my God. I almost saw a brawl emerge. Players from Houston wanted to fight Austin Rivers, son of Doc Rivers. So much so that after the game, a bunch of Rockets players tried to storm the Clippers' locker room. They had to physically be let out of the locker room so they wouldn't harm Austin Rivers. That's how intense it got. What was the trigger? What what happened at the end of the game to get everybody so upset? Well, the Rockets lost, and oh. I guess Austin Rivers, who did not play in the game last night, he was watching, he sat there on the bench talking noise, and the Rockets were none too pleased about it. He got into it with several players, several Rockets players, 
And Chris Paul was making his return to L.A. Of course, Paul played for the Clippers last year. Now he's with the Rockets, and he was getting into it. Blake Griffin was getting into it. It got ugly. So according to Adrian Wojnarowski, Rockets players James Harden, Trevor Ariza, Gerald Green tried to push their way into the Clippers' locker room to confront Austin Rivers. Security had to escort him out. That's how intense it got. This is fun. Yeah. I love those kind of games. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I love the added drama. Let's get going this morning. Big news right now, everybody. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Nothing like a big save and a big goal. We saw both in a matter of seconds yesterday at Pepsi Center. Brown in his first game as a duck. Long shot from outside. Save by Bernier. Silverberg to the near side. Catch with the backhand shot. Save by Bernier. Rebound up top for Fowler. Long wrist shot. Missed the net. Oh, Bernier. What a save. Crowd buzzing. Fire to hit for Landeskog to the Anaheim zone. Drops it for McKinnon with a shot. He scores. Oh, no. He didn't do that. Oh, no. He didn't. Yes, he did. Nathan McKinnon. I tell you what, Moj's running out of superlatives. There's only so much you can say about Nathan McKinnon right now. The, the streak he was on, the run he is on, there are no words. Very well done, Moj. And to say that the uh, the Avs are hot after a play like that, Bernier making the, the save of the game, somehow leaning one way, then finding the puck on the other side, and diving to the other side to make the save, which leads to the McKinnon goal. Well done. That was the play, the highlight of the game as the Avs win yet again. And now people are talking about it, and it's more than just HW. People are talking about Nathan McKinnon for MVP. Nathan, there's a lot of outside noise right now about you in particular. How much of that do you pay attention to? Not a ton. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm used to it by now. I've been on the microscope uh, throughout my childhood, junior. You know, it's gone away a little bit, obviously, the past couple seasons. But, I mean, it feels normal. I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into it. I don't think anyone puts more pressure on themselves than I do. You enjoyed that conversation, didn't you, HW? Because you mentioned this a month ago. And um, Manchester and I just laughed. And now it's coming to fruition. Now... The MVP thing is actually a part of what you describe Nathan McKinnon. Also, Jared Bednar, who will join us tomorrow morning as he does every Wednesday at 7.30. Could he be a candidate for Coach of the Year? Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think our guys are enjoying coming to the rink right now because, um, you know, they're playing the right way and they're having success, so that leads to confidence and you know, a little bit of energy and guys wanting to, you know, keep this thing going. And so it's it's been it's been a fun stretch for sure. Even keel Jared Bednar does not change his tone, doesn't change his tune despite the seven-game win streak. Nuggets and Mavs tonight at Pepsi Center. They need this dub. Have you looked at the standings? It is jam-packed in the West. Outlet pass, Murray. Murray, shovel pass behind him to Forbes for three. Got it! Timeout, Denver Nuggets are getting blown out in San Antonio in the fourth quarter. They're down by 21 points. Yeah, I want to remove the bad taste from the mouth of Saturday's game, the loss in San Antonio. A must-win tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. When I say must-win, clearly you can afford to lose, but in the grand scheme of things, games you need to win. The Broncos have some serious quarterbacking to do. 
What are they going to do with their quarterback position? Well, if you heard Jeff Legwald yesterday with Josh and Ryan, the afternoon show, he had an interesting thing to say about what they intend to do. This is this is one I can't get really a handle on yet with you know the people in the building. I I still think ultimately if if Elway makes a move for a veteran quarterback, he wants the home run. And, right. and I think right now that would be you know your chances of getting Cousins in that scenario are the are the greatest. I mean the home run of home runs is Drew Brees. Wow. Did you just say Drew Brees? Because we considered Drew Brees off limits on this show. That's another we, name I've been mentioning yeah. that you have dismissed. Uh, I don't know if you watched the end of the Saints-Vikings game and the way Drew Brees was able to move the football down the field and get his team in position to... It was, yeah, it was a joke. I mean, yeah. they, they left him way too much time, and he did it with time to spare. They're not letting Drew Brees walk. Drew Brees no. isn't... He's not hitting the open market. Can you imagine... Can you imagine what they would do down in New Orleans if they let him go? Yeah. It's They'd not shut happening. the city down. They'd shut it down. It's a fun pipe dream, and it's... Fun to talk about, but you always say, hey, that's fantasy football. Yeah. That's fantasy football. That ain't happening. My only question this morning is, Jesse, why are you dressed as if it is Alaska in the studio? You're wearing the stocking cap. You're wearing – I mean, you're, you're dressed as if it's outside right now. What no, are you doing? Uh, it's to give you false hope of how cold it is. And that's ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry. I will take the, the stocking cap off uh, during the break. You don't have to take it off, but that <laughs> is – you know, when we describe pure Colorado – the guy driving his Subaru, that's what it is right there. He's in his stocking cap as well. Wearing the stocking cap indoors. A major pet peeve of mine. And now you've learned something. On the show today, Jeff Legwald and 930 talk more about what the Broncos have planned for their quarterback position. Well, I don't know how Mark Moj is going to talk to us after that call. 830, Moj will discuss the Avs run, seven in a row. Up next... It's our piping hot takes right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. In the Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include Search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. 
Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th is Colorado's first choice. Come see why during our Start Something New event. As your number one volume dealer, we have over 1,000 vehicles to choose from. Like Lisa 2018 Jeep Cherokee for only $2.99 a month. It's how we say thanks for making us Colorado's number one volume dealer yet again. Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th. LHMDenverJeep.com. Driven by you. Lease for 39 months, 29 dollars signing 10,000 allowable miles per year. No security deposit. 395 disposition fee to at least and rebates include 2500 Denver BC lease cash 1000 conquest lease cash price includes 599 dealer plus tax title and license expires 131.18 Do you have a hankering for some real authentic quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke and delicious authentic Mexican food. It's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at RealDeMinasRestaurant.com. It's your favorite time of year at Pepsi Center. Nathan McKinnon! Don't miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche. And the Avalanche win the game. Tickets for all games are on sale right now. Reserve your seats today at coloradoavalanche.com. Go Avs go. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. c3adjusters.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. The worst of the drive is southbound I-25, where you have stop-and-go traffic from an earlier stall, 128th Avenue Bridge to 84th. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Then slowing from 8th Avenue down to University, there is an accident clearing approaching Alameda and a crash clearing off the left side of the highway, southbound I-25 at University. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Just doing a better job managing the puck and just continuing to play our game uh, regardless of being up one or down one or whatever the case may be. So that that's a positive sign for our team, and, it, and it's going to have to continue because games are going to get tougher and tougher here as we go, especially on the road. That's Betsy. He'll join us tomorrow morning, as he does every Wednesday, 7.30 on the show. Mark Mosier at 8.30 this morning to recap what he saw on the ice as the Avs win their seventh straight. No end in sight to this win streak all of a sudden. Um, by the way, you can hear Moj every day on these airwaves. So when did he get a show on this station? When did he start doing this? 
Has he been on recently? Uh, yeah, he's been on uh, about a little over a year. Uh, basically, since we started doing this show together. Oh, he's been. He's that been was part his of first station? day. Yeah, yeah. October had, October twenty fourth, uh, twenty sixteen. I had no idea. Yeah. So you mean to tell me, in addition to his avalanche duties, he actually comes in and does a talk radio show on on our station? Correct. Yeah, correct. He he's been kind of on this Trevor Simeon thing, like wow. I was. I mean, it's it's good. You should check it out. One to three every day. No clue. We yeah. have all these stations at our place over here. I thought he did something for the country or the mix. <laughs> Can you name the other stations we have, Vic? Uh, yeah, the country and the mix and the and the old one, the old people. Yep. You, you got the old people station. Which, by the way, is my music. Uh, you got the uh, the mix station. That's a mix of old and young. And then you got the country station. That is would that be correct? Cool 105 Mix 100 is, is that 925 The Wolf. Very but good. Yes. Very well done. Good job. Man. You know, it's funny how when you say that about Cool, because I remember when Cool definitely was the old people station, and now it is my wheelhouse. Yeah, when we were kids, it was all like Beach Boys and all that kind of stuff. Right? Yes, playing the yes. oldies. Yes. Now it's Run DMC or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's my generation. All right, a uh, busy show today, as always, on this Tuesday morning. Careful driving in, not nearly as perilous as it was yesterday, but it's still cold as all get out. Let's get things going with our piping hot takes. I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Hey, you would think Moj would sleep in a day after working two jobs, yet he has to text me personally, I will fight all of you at the same time. Okay. Alright. Fine. Uh, let me uh, begin my piping hot take, and I want to talk quickly about basketball. If you looked at the Western Conference standings, the Nuggets are now... The 8 seed, barely. There's a bunch of teams tied up in the Western Conference. It is nuts. The T-Wolves have moved up to the 3 seed, ahead of the Spurs. This could be a big week for the Nuggets if they don't take care of business because they could fall completely out of those top 8 seeds. They've got the Clippers tomorrow night in L.A. Clippers are going to have a day's rest. Nuggets are playing a back-to-back. So this is a big, big turn of events here. I want to talk about what happened in Oklahoma City last night. Why? Well, because Russell Westbrook got ejected from the game. OKC rallies to beat Sacramento. That's not the story. Nobody cares. But he gets ejected from the game after going to the rack late, one assist shy of a triple-double. So he was denied his triple-double. He goes up for a layup. He gets fouled in the face. But before the foul, the referee calls him for traveling. Which to me, I mean, that's deserving of a hot take right there. When's the last time Russell Westbrook has been called for traveling? This might be the first time in the history of the NBA that a referee is called Russell Westbrook for travel. Anyway, it happened last night. He doesn't like it. He complains. He gets ejected from the game, which led to a big dispute between OKC and the referees. Afterwards, Russell Westbrook leaves, doesn't talk. Carmelo Anthony was asked about the uh, situation, and he says, quote, I'm done with referees. No disrespect. Always adds that couch. No disrespect, but I'm done with those guys. That's from Carmelo Anthony. He goes on to say, The game has changed a lot since I came in 15 years ago. Players and officials used to have that dialogue, whether good or bad. There was always a point where you would let a little steam off. And they would come to you and say, All right, that's enough. Let's move on. 
Now the trigger is too quick. You look at somebody wrong, you get a technical foul. You know what? Say what you want about Melo. Say what you want about what he says there. He's exactly right. The more I think about it, how far should officials take this stuff? Whatever happened to the human touch, the diplomacy in officiating a game? Does Carmelo have a point here? NFL officials, if you look at NFL games, they don't have that quick trigger. Neither do NHL officials. When's the last time you've seen NHL officials outside of a fight just toss people from a game? Never. Why is it that these problems exist in two games, two sports? The NBA and the Major League Baseball. MLB and NBA. Why are these sports so contentious when it comes to officiating? Only in those sports do the officials have the power to just start tossing people left and right if you get up in their face. Doesn't happen in these other sports. Why? I ask you that. I want solutions. We have three hours to come up with solutions. You tell me, are you like Carmelo Anthony? Do you think enough is enough? Have the officials taken on too much power in the game? Sort of getting that way, isn't it? Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Vic, you and Manchester get upset when I repeat my hot takes, but I'm going to repeat my hot take from yesterday. Oh, Nathan geez. McKinnon is the NHL's MVP. Listen to what he did yesterday. Crowd buzzing, fired ahead for Landeskog to the Anaheim zone. Drops it for McKinnon with a shot. He scores! Oh, no, he didn't do that. Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Nathan McKinnon. What a call by Mark Mosier. What a call. What a win yesterday at Pepsi Center. I marched down to the locker room after the game with Moj in tow. And Moj and I get in there and we get right to Nathan. And we're the first two talking to Nathan. And Moj does his thing with Nathan. And then I chime in and ask him, you know what I was asking him. I told him if he listened to outside noise, what I'm really asking Nathan McKinnon is, do you listen to idiots like me who scream on the radio that you should be the MVP? And he told me no. So, you know what? I tweeted it last night. I hope Nathan McKinnon listens to Mix 100 and Taylor Swift and Katy Perry on his way to work every day. I hope he doesn't listen to us. I'm going to continue to scream on the radio that Nathan McKinnon's the MVP of the NHL because he is the MVP of the NHL. The Avs are not only going to make the playoffs, the Avs could make a little run in the playoffs. We'll dive into that. But guess what McKinnon said yesterday to Moj? He mentioned the cup. Nathan McKinnon mentioned the damn cup to Mark Mosier. That's an encouraging sign from a guy who gets it. I will continue to call Matt Duchesne Voldemort because I'm so glad he's gone. And Nathan McKinnon is an MVP candidate. When is it too early to start legitimately having playoff conversation, cup conversation? I think yeah, it's too early for that. The hell down, come on. The only cup that should be mentioned is a sippy cup at this point. Did I mention the cup or did Nathan McKinnon mention the cup? I get it. In what, how did he reference it, though? Did we'll somebody get, we'll, ask him? We'll get to the audio, but I promise you it came up. Are okay. you talking about Moshe, the guy that worked for Mix? Did he ask these questions? <laughs> I'm just excited about the Avs. Don't kill my buzz. Let me tell you something. If you are a reporter covering the Avs right now, and you're asking these guys about the cup, I will fight each and every one no of them. No one asked about the cup. He brought the it up. players brought it up. Okay, if I hear a player talking about the cup, I will fight him. Okay. There's no one that should be talking about cups right now. No one. Okay, it's way too early. It's a seven-game win streak. 
Let's keep our head down, keep our head on the ice, and keep winning. Let's not talk about the cup right now. That's ridiculous. Leave that for the people of Mix. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Hey, Chevy, did you see the paper today? No. Did you happen to see Nikki Jabala's uh, latest article? Maybe on Twitter? I think I may have seen Do a tweet you know or two. the name that I is coming it. up in terms of a guy yeah. who may not be on the Broncos roster next yeah, year? Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Uh, Manchester, this was a tailor-made hot take for HW. And instead, all he did was refurbish the same old take he's used for the last two weeks. And look, This I, was tailor-made for him. I get that Demarius Thomas has a big number. I get that he's uh, you know, had a case of the dropsies. But let me see if you guys don't agree with me when I say he's the best receiver in Broncos history. He's number two if he's not number one. But do you agree with this take? He is the best offensive player on the on the Broncos roster. He's the best offensive player. It's not even close. And you know what else? He shows up every single week. He has started every game since 2012. He's the best offensive player, and they're talking about, well, we're going to save some money, get some cap space. To do what? Uh, it's this, oh, we need cap space, we need cap space, we need cap space. How are they going to use this cap space? How are they going to put the Demarius Thomas money to better use and on a team that has a dearth of playmakers, a total lack of juice, to use Vance Joseph's term, you're going to get rid of your best offensive player to save money? Can you imagine how bad this Broncos offense would look without DT? Can you imagine... How defensive coordinators would just laugh when they go, well, we don't have to worry about anybody. Nobody scares us. This is a team that doesn't have anybody on the roster other than DT that gives opposing offensive coordinator or defensive coordinators nightmares. This is, he's the only guy on the team that I consider a matchup nightmare. They certainly don't have one when it comes to tight end. Emmanuel Sanders has turned into just a guy. They don't have anybody on the roster that looks like they're ready to step up and fill that void. Who's it going to be? Cody Latimer? Benny Fowler? This is such a ridiculous notion, and he is arguably the most underappreciated Bronco in team history. Demarius Thomas is the best offensive player on the Broncos roster, and to get rid of him to save money would be a colossal mistake. You know what's well, funny is DT was reading Nikki's story in the paper this and morning, he dropped it. and he dropped the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who you want to go with, Cody Latimer, Benny Fowler? Jarvis Landry. Okay. All right. Yeah, at least you had an alternative. At least you had an alternative. We'll go into more detail on DT's contract because um, that's why I always tell people this, guys. I always say when you hear the terms of a contract, you think you know, you don't know, right? How many times do we get this? Ah, oh, four years, ninety million. Ah, oh, three years, seventy million. We don't know the exact terms of any contract. There are options like this. There are outs for either side. We think we know. We don't know. How many of us knew that Demarius Thomas had this option in his contract coming up here in March? Somebody revealed it. Was it the Broncos? That, I'm curious to understand that, by the way. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll get a better sense of what they're going to do with Darius Thomas by answering this question. Who let Nikki know that this option exists? Who let her know this? Was it the Broncos or was it DT or DT's people? That will tell you exactly what they intend on doing with Demarius Thomas. We'll discuss that and the rest of our hot takes coming up next right here. Altitude 950. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Piping Hot Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Here's your National Western Stock Show update. Brought to you by Purple Cowboy Wines. 
Today's highlights include Pro Rodeo. Tonight is Military Appreciation Night. Plus, you don't want to miss the Extreme Dogs, Man's Best Friend, in an all-new show full of amazing tricks and aerial stunts. Tickets and information at NationalWestern.com. This National Western Stock Show update is brought to you by Purple Cowboy Wines, the official wine of the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association and proud supporter of Tough Enough to Wear Pink. Hello, 2018. We look forward to getting to know you. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza. If you've had a chance to visit the Johnson Family dealership before, then you know the score. If you've never been, 2018 is a great time to find out what you've been missing. One difference is in commercials, just like this one. Johnson Auto Plaza commercials never have a voice at the end that says things like, everything you've just heard is very confusing and might not be totally accurate when it comes to you buying a car from us or whatever it is they say. The Johnson family just tells it like it is. There's no quick-talking explanations necessary. A family business with genuine people, a tried-and-true business plan, and repeat customers that come back again and again. And right now, during this Start Something New event, shop from over a 1,000 vehicles in stock, including over 350 new Rams. The choice of colors and equipment options is at its best. Find Johnson Auto Plaza in 2018, just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Pepsi Center is the place to be for Thursday and Friday night home games with Nuggets Night Out. Murray's on the run, and he throws it down. Get one ticket and one beer and sit in the lower level for just $50. Out to Barton, can he hit again? You betcha! The next Nuggets Night Out is Friday, January 19th versus the Phoenix Suns at 7 p.m. Jokic three to shoot, fall back, baby! Get your Nuggets Night Out tickets today at Nuggets.com or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Hi, I'm Keith Jones, Executive Chef for Mountain High Appliance, and I've been cooking up some exciting things for you in our Louisville and Colorado Springs showrooms. Wouldn't it be nice to see appliances in action before deciding to make them a part of your everyday life? We have over 250 live appliances and over 20 inspiring kitchens, and they're all available for you to try out for yourself. Want to know if your dream oven will bring that special family recipe to the next level? Come in to Mountain High Appliance and find out that yes, yes, it certainly will. Don't miss our live product demonstrations every weekend in our beautiful full-service kitchens. You'll learn all about your favorite appliances while professional chefs provide cooking tips and techniques. Become the pro of your new kitchen. Visit us online at mountainhighappliance.com and click on events to find out what's cooking. No RSVP required, so just come in and experience the difference. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Altitude brings you the best Nuggets action all season long. Tune in tonight as your Denver Nuggets take on the Dallas Mavericks. Make sure to watch on Altitude tonight starting at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. Check out our website for a full list of channel numbers in your area at AltitudeSports.com. And make sure to follow Altitude on Twitter and like us on Facebook for around-the-clock coverage and exclusive interviews. Altitude Sports, your TV home for the Denver Nuggets. 
the Altitude 950 traffic update. A delay on northbound I-25. You're going to be seeing some stop-and-go traffic around Ridgegate Parkway or so because of an accident clearing off the center lane northbound at Arapahoe. Traffic is brought to you by the T.J. Martell Foundation. In the Golden Area, do expect delays. There's a crash reported Highway 93 in Washington. Join the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps facilitate cutting-edge research that will lead to more effective treatments and save more lives. Visit tjmartell.org to learn more. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. We've got picked up by big old Carl. Sort of a pass shot. Back down in front. Turn around shot. Save. Rebound. Score! It trickled through. Miller hit the post and goes in. And the Avs have taken a one nothing lead over Anaheim. Has come. I'll let it fly. Nieto digging after it. The Moge. He'll join us in the uh, 8 o'clock hour discussing what happened yesterday at Pepsi Center. I'll tell you what happened. They won another damn game. They're, they've won seven in a row now, the Avs have. And uh, I don't mean to rain on your party here, H.W., but when we keep hearing the word cup and Avs and it's mid-January and they're still not even in the playoff, they're, they're not even a playoff seed right now. It's going to take a lot more than a seven-game win streak for the Avs to be a legit cup contender. Can we acknowledge that? Of course, but they have games in hand, Vic. I think we have sure. to keep that in mind, that if they keep this pace up, uh, of course, winning seven in a row, they will make the playoffs. The Listen, schedule... nobody wants that more than I do. I miss playoff hockey more than you know, dude. I remember when that place was absolutely blow the roof off the joint type allowed. It was a completely different type of game. They've won seven in a row, and you're right, with a game in hand, they still remain two points behind... The last wild card team, which is Minnesota. What's ironic about the, the Avs, they keep knocking off these teams that are knocking at the door. Next up, San Jose. Where is San Jose in the standings? They're one point ahead of the Avs. They're on the outside looking in, but they're one point ahead. So you keep beating these teams and denying them points, that'll help you along the way. Yeah, they're in a great spot right now. They're 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10. They've won seven in a row. We harped on this show about how important this home stretch was for them. And kudos to the Avs. Outside of one loss to Arizona, we'd all love to have back. They have played out of their minds. But as we've also talked about on this show, Vic, guess what's looming? 13 of 16 on the road. It makes me wonder, though, guys, like what was the tipping point? Because you're right, the last game they lost was that home loss to Arizona, which was just one of those you just were banging your head against the desk saying, how do you let that happen? And then since then, they've been phenomenal. What's the tipping point? What was the difference? You want to hear my hypothesis? Yes. You know, hockey will probably has one. Sure. This is going to uh, lead to a bigger question. Of the seven games the Avs have won in a row, Six have been won by Jonathan Bernier, correct? Correct. Six of those seven. Correct. So, when Varley's ready to return in two weeks or whatever the time period may be, and let's say the Avs keep winning until he returns, what do you do there? Oh, I think you stay with the hot hand. Well, yeah, because we keep, you know, we're told that that it's Varley who is the franchise goalie, right? He's the guy. He's the guy. I don't touch that position if Bernier keeps this up. I don't touch it at all. You let no sport is a position. Can a position get as hot as a goalie in hockey where you can carry a team all the way, and I'm going to use the word now, 
all the way to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and Vic Bernier is playing out of his his mind right now, but he's also got a good head on his shoulders. I'll tell you what happened yesterday in the locker room. Moj, who who I owe a lot to, or he and I are standing around, and Jonathan's done with his media, done at his locker. And Moj says, "Hey, Jonathan, I want you to meet Will Peterson. He's a he's a producer over at Altitude 950." And I I shake Jonathan's hand, and he looks me in the eye, and he says, "Hey, Will, it's really good to meet you." And I said, "Man, great playing today." You played really well. And he said, thanks, I really appreciate that. So that's a goalie who still has a good head on his shoulders and is not letting this go to his head. You mean you had your first athlete bro hug experience that you continually make fun of me for having? No, it was a a handshake, not a bro hug. Oh, come on, you went in. You went in for a little bit of body. That's a bro hug if I've ever heard of it. shoulders touch on the handshake? Is there any sort of movement? It's a handshake. Yeah. Okay. See how that changes your your mindset? See how that changes your thought process? I'm thinking that future conversations about Jonathan Bernier won't be as wild and adventurous for HW because of that experience. What do you think? Was it a straight handshake or were there did the hands do multiple positions? Straight handshake. Yeah. Okay. Just like I, a you know, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have this, this feeling kind of I have this feeling that HW won't be calling uh, Bernier trash or make make him the subject of his piping hot takes. Uh-huh. I have a feeling that Jonathan Bernier is gonna be sort of like the sacred cow in HW's book. He's not gonna go scorched earth on him like he exactly does on so right. many others. Yeah. He won't make his list. Do you see the effects of human contact? How many times do I have to say it on this show? When you are there and you experience human contact, it will change the way you look at things. But I've always been pro-Jonathan Bernier. I, oh, I, God, I, yeah. I said it from the start that he was a good signing as a backup. He was good last year, and it was a great signing by the Avalanche. So, no, Vic, me shaking his hand doesn't change anything. I just wanted to provide an update to listeners that this guy gets it right now, and I agree with Manchester. I'd keep him in the goal. I'm wondering if you had a bro-hug opportunity with DT, if that would change things. Let's talk a little bit more in depth about the article in the Denver Post. And this came up recently. Um, somebody asked the Broncos about the future of Demarius Thomas. Okay, that's what we do as reporters. Somebody must have asked the Broncos. Now, no one, just up to a couple weeks ago, no one was aware of this option. No one, No one had any insight to an option in this deal that allowed the Broncos to wiggle out of the contract. We all assumed that they would have to pick up the deal and either that or sit on a bunch of dead money. As it stands, if they exercise this option this spring, then the Broncos would hit how much money would hit the dead cap? I believe it's point one million? three point one. Yeah, and he currently has a twelve million dollar number uh, toward the cap for 2018. Okay, so just in layman's terms, if the Broncos decide to move on from Demarius Thomas. They would eat $3 million, which is doable, considering the size of the contract. Very much doable. None of us knew that that even existed, that that option existed. Because before that, the dead cap money was much more mountainous, just not tolerable. You could not have taken it all on. So now it exists. What do you do? What do you do if you're the Denver Broncos? Well, I, I think it, it it's not as simple as just a one-person decision because I think it depends, too, on what do you do with Aqib, what do you do with Emmanuel, what do you do with Bradley Roby. 
uh, how you how you make those tweaks or adjust those contracts or adjust your roster impacts what you do with Demarius Thomas. If you don't do anything with those guys, you want to bring them all back. Well, then doing something with DT becomes attractive. But you have to start somewhere, though. But you have to start somewhere. It's not like they can tackle all of those at the same time. Obviously, they're going to have a plan. What's the biggest number on that offense that they can't tolerate? What's the biggest contract that they feel is holding them back? Okay, well, DT's twelve million and, and Emmanuel Sanders is eleven. Who do you who who who's a better player? Demarius Thomas. Correct. He's more of a multi-purpose player. He'll play hurt. He'll play. He'll Correct. Play. And, and he's a, he he can cause nat, some matchup nightmares because of his size. Now, I don't love that he went all vegan. Go ahead and put that on the counter, Marty. And yeah, you know it's interesting that you say that. The guy who is the vegan is criticizing professional athletes for going vegan. No, 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 I, I'm not. But the problem is it's a little bit like, you remember when, when Vaughn was hurt and he came back and he was heavy and, they, and and we heard that he put on 25 pounds of muscle when really he, he just gone vegan. was eating you know, too many Doritos when he was out? And I said, well, that's silly. That's a guy whose game is based on speed. Why put on weight? DT's game is based on the fact that he's the size differential between him and DBs. Why would you want to give up the advantage that you have? That's why it doesn't make any sense. I mean, far be it for me to criticize him for being vegan. I just don't like that he he took the the thing that gives him an advantage over his opponent and erased a big portion of it. That doesn't seem to make much sense to me. Did you guys hear what happened after Super Bowl 50? Peyton Manning handed DT the Lombardi oh, trophy and he go. dropped it. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, just to give you some details, Nikki Javala's story in the uh, Denver Post today. So he's got an option on his contract, which they have until the last day of March, or mid-March, I should say, mid-March, to exercise a $4 million option that would trigger the final two years of his $70 million contract. If the team declines that option, then the contract will be voided. The Broncos will be on the hook for a $3.1 million salary cap hit in dead money. That's that's what it is right there. Well, and he's a $12 million cap number in 2018. 2019 is almost $18 million bucks. Mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't know that there's any way that they don't either trigger that or restructure. they got to do something different with him because it's not necessarily this year. It's next yeah. year, so I understand that. But getting rid of him, is, going back to my hot take, can't be an option. He's your best offensive player. You don't improve from 5-11 and 11 by getting rid of your best offensive player. When we come back, I, I do want to get your reaction to my hot take. Why is it that only two of the, the major sports, only two of them, are the officials an issue? Officials ejecting players. Officials and players absolutely hate each other. Two of those sports. Why those two? Plus, might we see a new starting lineup out of the Denver Nuggets tonight when they take on Dallas at Pepsi Center? We'll discuss next on the Vic Lombardi Show. There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing, meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 
knows what's happening at Altitude 950. Don't miss the Nuggets Social on Wednesday, January 24th at Punch Bowl Social. Meet your favorite Nuggets players, coaches, alumni, dancers, and super mascot Rocky. And raise funds to support Crocky Sports Charities. Tickets at NBA.com forward slash Nuggets forward slash tickets. Don't miss the National Western Stock Show going on now through the 21st. Enjoy acres of Western shopping and the Super Bowl of livestock shows. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Hey, man, haven't seen you in a while. You still working at that warehouse by the airport? Yep, I've been there a little over five years now. How much are they paying you? About eleven fifty an hour. Eleven <laughs> fifty? Really? Well, why don't you come work with me at the Safeway Distribution Center? The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Wow. I can start out making $17.15 an hour? Oh, yeah. And that's just the starting pay. After being employed for two and a half years like me, you'll make $24.50 per hour. Plus, you'll receive raises along the way. That's incredible. Do they offer benefits? Yes, sir. You'll get an amazing benefits package once your probationary period ends. How do I apply? Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway, a company you can retire with, is hiring full-time employees for their order selector positions, working in the distribution center located on I-70 between Colorado Boulevard and Monaco. The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Apply right now at SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Must be at least 18 years old to apply. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From batteries to fluid flushes, even engine diagnostics, we do it all. New year, same car. Get a free annual checkup. Plus, we offer a free shuttle to work or home. Mention this ad for $25 off brake pads or shoes. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Service you can trust at a price you can afford. America comes to Brakes Plus. 
altitude 950 traffic update. Highway 93 in Washington, it's a wreck there clearing in the Golden Area. Watch for activity and slowdowns. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Northbound I-25 running slow, approaching Arapahoe Road from an earlier accident. And southbound is stop and go on I-25 between 20th and Hamden, again from earlier problems. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It's a great question. I wish I had a a black and white answer, Gene. I really don't. Uh, I think, obviously, a day off of rest tomorrow helps. Uh, I think getting in the gym on Monday to prepare for another back-to-back with Dallas and then NLA. Um, and, And hopefully our guys just in the gym, rest, um, and just kind of step in and shoot the ball with confidence. I think the question there uh, to Michael Malone was, what happened to the Nuggets offense? Why are, are they out to such slow starts all of a sudden? 16 points in the first quarter against San Antonio, and we saw it at home as well. Just the slow starts really encumbering this team, putting them behind the eight ball, having to dig out of a big hole early. It doesn't help anybody, which leads to the starting unit. There, there have been hints offered by the coach that perhaps it's time. Perhaps it's time to come up with a new starting five. That same starting five that went into Portland and won, and then a back-to-back in Golden State at one, it worked wonders a month ago. Perhaps it's time to make a change there. And if that's the case, might we see it tonight against Dallas? Fellas, if you had to tweak the starting five, what would you do? Boy. Uh, well, I mean, Trey Lyles is certainly a guy you look at and say he he he's been very very good. So how do you get yeah, him some str- more minutes? He struggled of late as well. He had he had a one for nine in San Antonio, and before that he couldn't hit the he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. He has struggled shooting the ball as well. The Jokic Plumley Twin Towers approach worked well when they started. They they were five and two the first seven games with those two in the starting lineup together. They're one and four since then. So it, 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 it's I don't know they're they're just clunky and I guess I look at it and okay you got two big guys in there and that can't help with the clunkiness right I th- that seems to me like maybe something that um, worked well in a short stint but maybe isn't the long term answer. Well, the reason uh, according to Coach Malone you might see a change in the starting lineup tonight is simple because Dallas plays small. Dallas goes with small ball and um, I think the. The Nuggets may try to counter that move. So I'm very intrigued. I'm very interested to see what they do um, to to adapt. And I've always been of the belief that does it really matter? Do we take too much stock in the starting five? Who cares who starts? Well, Vic, Just, you know, if you were coaching the Nuggets, who would start tonight? Man, if I were coaching the Nuggets, my starting five would all be about who's who's playing with confidence, who's been hot, who's been playing well. Who can score right? They need scoring. They need again. They need to start the game better than they have. They need scoring, and I'm not sure who that fifth player is at this point. Maybe I leave Plumlee and Jokic in there. Maybe I do, and and, and I bring in somebody else who's shown that he can score. I don't know who that is because no one's been scoring. Yeah, I don't know that I like this idea of adjusting to Dallas. Dallas is 15 and 29. Why are you adjusting to what they do? Make them adjust to you. Exactly. Exactly. Shouldn't they come in here and go, God, what are we going to do with that? You know, the, the Nuggets with these twin towers, this big lineup. I, it, it, it reeks of the playoff series against the Warriors when George Carl adjusted to the small lineup when David Lee got hurt. 
played right into the Warriors' hands and how history changed based on that decision. I, I just uh, I don't I don't know about that. I mean, obviously the Twin Towers thing isn't working as well as it did at the beginning. Yeah. But if you want to change it because that's what you think is in, is best for you, fine. Don't change it because well Dallas goes small. They're fifteen and twenty nine. Who cares that they go small? Well, Manchester, they're would not you, good at it. Would you start Richard Jefferson tonight? Well, it was something I suggested the other day mm-hmm. of, you know, have a guy in the starting lineup who sets the tone of here's how we're going to play. Here's how we're going to go out and we're going to be pros tonight. Well, hold on, guys. Let's let's tap the brakes here a little bit. It's not like when you put Richard Jefferson in the lineup, he's instant offense, okay? It's been a while. He's no, I understand that. I understand Richard that. Jefferson's not going to come in and, and fill it up. But right? it's, it's they've Richard... got one guy. They've got one guy on the team who's known for filling it up in quick, and, and that's Will Barton. But, you know, as a starter... I, I don't like Will as a starter. I don't. But I don't, does, that's is, that's why I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a quick fix. I don't know if there's one guy that you suddenly infuse into the starting lineup and everything's fixed. It's not the way it works. They've had these slow starts, and they've actually had them all year. I mean, I keep bringing up the Chicago game back in late November, but that was a game where it was a terribly slow start. I think it was thirty-nine thirty in the first quarter. I mean, just no defense at all. Uh, Richard Jefferson, he's going to come out and be ready to play, right? He's going to hustle. Sure. He's going to give an effort. Sure, but we're talking, you know, offense is contagious, and there's nothing, I I don't think there's anything wrong with the starting five. Let me put it that. Let me start there. I just think guys have to hit shots. I mean, Jamal Murray has not played well the last couple games. Jamal Murray has struggled shooting the ball. Okay? Trey Lyles has struggled shooting the ball. It's a contagious thing. Make shots. Everything's fixed. It's not that hard. So why are they all the time? Why are they struggling shooting the ball though? Is it just? I I don't. It's just one of those things. It's that time of year where one guy misses, everybody misses. I mean, the offense has been abismal of late. Is it abysmal? Is it fatigue? I mean, they they did shorten the bench there for a while, and guys were getting a lot of minutes, and and you know, it's almost it's almost like they hit a little bit of a wall. I think they're not getting the shots they want. They're okay. not getting the shots that make more sense. They're settling on a lot of occasions. So they're, they're shooting, they're shooting percentages down because they're taking more tough shots. They're well, not getting wide open looks. The first quarter against Atlanta showed you everything you need to know. Okay. The first quarter against a very bad team, a woeful Atlanta Hawks team, they attempted 15 three pointers. They went three of 15. What does that tell you? You're a basketball fan. You've watched for a long time. This is the NBA. You attempt a season-high 15 threes in the first quarter against a bad team. What does that tell you? Well, it would, it would suggest that they were settling, right? That they were just... Of course. But... Of course. May, but maybe that was Atlanta's game plan. Like, hey, we're just going to... We're going to give them that. We're going to pack it inside and not let them get close to the hoop well, and see if they can it. knock down jump shots. Well, then you better make them. I mean, were the 15 threes... Contested or were they open? Like it depends on what the that's fifteen de- threes that's, are. That's always debatable in the NBA. I mean, every shot can be open if you. Hell, I was watching Lou Williams last night for the Clippers. He didn't have a single open shot the entire night. Still finished thirty-two. Right. There's a hand in his face every time he attempts a shot. There's the nothing end, open for him. At the end of the day, you got to make shots. I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's much more complex than it sounds. Uh, tweaking the starting lineup. It's not an easy thing, man. Because I don't care who starts. I care who finishes. By the I way, guys, the NBA trade deadline is February 8th. That is sneaking up on us quickly. Quickly. And, and it'll be interesting to see what Tim Connolly uh, decides and his entire staff decides to do come February 8th. What's that, three weeks from Thursday? Yeah. 
around and, the corner. And, and they got a couple things. They, they got an expiration date on, on Tory Craig coming up soon. You know, have we seen the last of Tory Craig this year? Because Richard Jefferson is eating up Tory Craig's minutes. Let's be honest. The guy who is taking Tory Craig's work is Richard Jefferson. So Craig may be sent back to the G League real soon. What happens to Emmanuel Moutier, who can't get off the bench? Kenneth, Kenneth Reed, Wilson I mean, Chandler. There, there, there are questions, Vic. There are questions. All right, let me read a couple of these texts before we go to break here. Um, fellas, this <laughs> this is from John. Uh, he's referring to H.W. in the Avs locker room yesterday, having a uh, bro-hug moment with Jonathan Bernier. A handshake. He says, H.W., uh, pretty sure Jonathan Bernier did not say thanks to <laughs> Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce things? Thanks. 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 <laughs> do you guys want to go to a Rockies game at Coors Field this year? Can we do that? Sure. Because uh, you get mad when I call it Coors Field. Every day this again. Is from Tom. Tom says, Varley having groin issues seems chronic. Maybe Bernier should be the number one for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, listen, we don't want to say it because it just it's not good form, I guess. But clearly, if every year... The thought of Varley being hurt has something to do with his groin. That is the definition of chronic, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. And he had surgery in the offseason. It's a recurring so, problem. And yes, Joe Sackick deserves a ton of credit for identifying Jonathan Bernier not only as a capable backup, but clearly a capable starter from what we've seen recently. You know, they were both drafted in the same draft. Bernier was actually drafted earlier than Varley. Varley's had more opportunity, but uh, they're from the same from the same draft class. More on the uh, text line, 30933, 30933. I don't advocate getting rid of DT, but they do have to rework his contract. He makes more in a year than all the Patriots receivers do. No, and I would agree with that. I mean, I don't think his number for 2018 is terrible against the cap. It's 12. His number is terrible against the cap in 2019. Here's where you have to be careful comparing the Broncos receivers to the Patriots. What do the Patriots have that the Broncos do not? Uh, Tom Brady. No, but what do they have in that pass-catching core that the Broncos do not? A great tight end. Exactly right. Yeah. It makes a lot of money. So you can do that. Yeah, it's okay. You can be cheap with your receivers if you have Gronk. If you have Gronk, you can do whatever the hell you want with your receivers. The Broncos don't have Gronk. Vic, real quick. It makes all the difference in the world. John Elway's made some mistakes as a GM. I contend John Elway's biggest mistake as a general manager was paying Demarius Thomas. They should have let him walk. Your opinion. Uh, they'd be foolish to let him walk at this point if they don't have somebody else waiting in the wings because, they, I mean, they'll yeah. completely sabotage themselves if they do that. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. It is the top of the hour. Coming up in this hour, we'll visit with Mark Mosier at 8.30, then Jeff Legwald in the 9 o'clock hour right here on Altitude 950. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Moe's. Home of the cards. The Wiles, he got loose and threw it home with the right hand. The Abs and Nuggets. And Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Get out of my way! Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I mean, it was a great play by Landy. Um, I recognized that the, they didn't have a great gap, so I figured I'd come behind him instead of drive through. Um, yeah, Landy sucked everyone, and I, you know, I, the, the D was backing off a little bit, so yeah, I just tried to get it through. And I'm not aiming too much. I'm just trying to shoot a low shot and hopefully it goes in. Man, what a sweet turn of events at Pepsi Center. I've seen the highlights several times. On one side, you got Bernier just diving, stick save, to prevent an Anaheim goal, which leads to a quick outlet pass. And then you've got... 
the captain, Landeskog, driving his way up the ice, leaving one for McKinnon, who toe-drags the puck and finds the back of the net. Just a cool one-two. Very nice to see the Avs back to their winning ways. They've won seven in a row. Seven straight. Right back in the think of things. Think thick of things at uh, Pepsi Center and a chance to put it on. Hey, fellas, um, a couple things that I'm reading. Uh, you guys, did you guys find out that Andrew McCutcheon is leaving Pittsburgh to San Francisco? Do you see what the Giants are doing? First, first Evan Longoria and now a former MVP. Should we be a little? Should we be wary of the Giants? Yes, the National League West just gets tougher and tougher and tougher. And the Giants were were down last year, which was a little bit of a gift for both the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. But you expect it to be the Giants and the Dodgers, the two teams everybody's trying to chase in the division on an annual basis. Uh, yeah, they have had a big offseason, and I would expect a bounce back in San Francisco. What is Pittsburgh doing? Why would they let McCutcheon walk? He means a lot to that city. Well, and didn't they get rid of Garrett Cole as well? Yes. I mean, I feel bad for Clint Hurdle. This is clearly a rebuild now. Well, but they kind of had their window, right? All the all these mid-market teams, and Colorado's in that in that category, and Minnesota and Kansas City and Oakland and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had their window. They had their four- or five-year stretch there where they were a, a postseason contender, and they just couldn't make it. They couldn't make any hay of it. And then at yeah. some point, you got to hit the reset button, get something for your assets, and try to have another window come up in about four or five years. You're right about that, though. You you said it best about the windows. If you're not the Dodgers, the Yankees, if you're not the Cubs, those windows come and go. And if you don't take advantage of those windows, you're in trouble. Right. And so, you know, you're going to have the down years where you try to restock. That's why it's imperative that the Rockies do everything they can in the next two or three or four years because they're right at the beginning of their window. They're at the beginning Uh, of it. Other news, uh, it seems to us that Josh McDaniels, we had some breaking news yesterday that the Titans were going to get rid of uh, Malarkey and make room for McDaniels. Not the case. All indications are Josh McDaniels is taking the Colts job. I mean, they've gone back and forth on this. Which is First su- we thought he was going to Indy, then it was Tennessee, now it's back to Indy. Yeah, it's surprising, Vic, because the vibe we got yesterday on these airwaves was that the Titans got rid of Malarkey because they felt like they had it done with McDaniels. Obviously, that vibe was wrong. Josh McDaniels apparently selected Andrew Luck instead of Marcus Mariota. The other huge story, big-time story, making the rounds in the world of sports, Aaron Rodgers is dating Danica Patrick. That's a power couple. Ah, Danica. Uh, a, little over, a little overrated. Well, perhaps, but... A little overrated. Olivia Munn, Danica Patrick. Where do you guys fall on Danica versus Munn? Mm, I'd, I'd be, be more of a Munn I'm guy. I'm leaning Munn. Leaning Munn. I'm a big newsroom fan. You know that show is really good. Yeah. So that's a huge story in the world of sport, perhaps the biggest. Uh, let's get things going this morning with our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Oh, Nick. <laughs> so I said to him, I said, get your old monkey. <laughs> you rusty. Oh, you must be lost. This is Mr. Papa Giorgio. His name is not Papa Giorgio. His name is Rusty Griswold. He's a C-plus student. Out of the pool. Let's go. 
Okay, so this is in honor of Manchester's visit to Vegas, correct? Yes, the Power 5 question of the day today. Hit us up on the Altitude 950 text line 30933. What is the city you love, love to travel to in honor of Manchester and Las Vegas? 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. And by the way, Vic, we have a prize today. Best text on the Altitude 950 text line will be going to the Nuggets and Suns Friday night at the Pepsi Center. Uh, for me, I think it's pretty obvious. It's the city I'm in right now. It's L.A., where the temperature yesterday was 70 degrees, and it's not zero. This time of year, it's L.A. Doesn't the traffic just drive you crazy, though? Not if you don't drive. L.A. is tough to get around. Well, but everything's all spread out. I mean, yeah. where do you stay that you don't have to drive anywhere? What do you do where you don't have to drive anywhere? It's a, it's a, that's an automobile right city. I'm not driving. I'm if I was driving right now, I'd be upset. I'm not driving. Yeah, but it's not like New York, right? New York, you can just get into Manhattan and and take public transportation, and you're fine. Everything takes an hour and a half in L.A. just to get there and to get home. Like if you wanted to go to a Dodger game from wherever you're at in, in the middle of the season, you'd have to leave I at four it. o'clock. But see, Vegas shouldn't count in this in this Power Five. Why? Everybody's going to go to Vegas because Vegas is a come on. You don't go to Vegas to to stay for two weeks. You go to Vegas for three four days. Vegas should not. Vegas is like a cruise. It's like a cruise ship. It might as well be a cruise ship. All right. Well, I got two that are a little bit more. Um, off the beaten path, not off the beaten path, but not as obvious as Vegas. So we did Austin a couple of years ago. Mm. Great town, had all kinds of fun. And in a similar ilk, I've got Nashville coming up in May, and I've heard Ooh. great things. I've heard great things. Any feedback on those, Victor? Uh, well, I've, I used to live in Austin, so I'm all in for Austin. It's it's changed considerably over the last uh, 10, 20 years. I mean, the traffic, you talk about traffic and congestion in L.A., Go to Austin. It's the same way, bro. Not nearly as big, not as massive, but you've got congestion there. It's not lazy, sleepy old Austin that it used to be. I like this on the text line, 0301, New Orleans. I made my first stop in New Orleans last year when I went there for the NBA All-Star game. That place is awesome. Yeah, people either love or hate New Orleans. I'm a, I'm in the first group. I, I had a great time in, in New Orleans. I think, I mean, if you like to, Eat and drink and hang out and have a good time. It's a great city for that. So I want you guys' feedback on this. I'm going to take a real vacation this summer, like a okay, week. Hold on, hold on. A vacation? Yeah, I, I haven't taken one of those. In like a Marty O type vacation? Like where you're just no. gone for ages? Uh, I haven't no, taken you... one of those in over a calendar year, Vic. You can check the archives I, of the show. Care about, I don't care about you taking a vacation. It's the way you pronounced it. Vacation. Oh, my Yep, gosh. there's another one. Vacation. Good it's catch. V-I-C. Good catch. It's a vacation. All right. You Nobody two, takes a vacation. You two keep doing the power five. No, what I'm are you thinking about you. doing for your vacation? Yeah, what uh, What are you doing for your... Where are you going to summer? Are you thinking beachy for your vacation? Not sure I want to tell you guys. Come on. Uh, I think we're going to do Lake Tahoe because Tahoe is Vegas because you can stay on the Nevada side and still do the casino and the sports book, but it's Vegas without the craziness. I'm not Vegas. sure there's a sports book. Oh, I've been to a wedding. There was a sports book. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, when I was in Tahoe and we went to the yeah. casino um, in Incline Junction, uh, I don't remember there being a sports were book. Were you on the California side? No, no. No, no. We I were on the Nevada side. I was at a wedding. But we were north. We were north Tahoe, not south Tahoe, which is down where they have, like, the celebrity golf tournament and stuff. So maybe it's different there. The Blackhawks won an overtime game and got your boy paid. Okay. All right. Well, much. if you've been to one, then, yes. then you know it. That was just my only concern. Because it's why I look at like Atlantis down in the Bahamas and like yeah they got a they got a sports book that's 
Adds a little something to the beach trip. Sure, a little you juice. know, my buddy, my buddy and I, about ten years ago, it was about this time. It was cold as hell in Denver. Just you know, you're thinking that this is ridiculous. Zero degrees every day. We just boarded a flight. I think we took Frontier Airlines back when Frontier was good, and we took a three-hour trip to Mexico, and we went to uh, Puerto Vallarta or somewhere near there, and we just played golf for a week, and we just jumped on the plane. Three hours, direct flight, boom, golf for a week. Doesn't get much cheaper and better than Mexico, right? Especially yeah. from Denver. If you can find a direct flight to that side of Mexico, you're on. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, the, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the all-inclusive. You don't have to worry about anything, whether it's Cancun or Playa del Carmen or Puerto Vallarta, Cabo, you name it. It's a it's an easy flight. You got to get the direct flight though. Don't do the one that stops in Phoenix because then you're going to end up getting stuck in the Phoenix airport. Totally agree with you. And there's enough directs from Denver to get down there mm-hmm. in due time. Cabo's a little more expensive than those other towns I mentioned. It's Again, funny if it's if it's a guy's trip and you want to make it quick. There's other towns. It's funny you mentioned Phoenix, James. Three zero nine three three is the altitude nine fifty text line. You want to go to the Nuggets and Suns game Friday night. Our favorite one today is going. By the way, the Nuggets, they are great. They hooked us up with so many tickets for this game. All four of our live and local shows giving away tickets all week. Phoenix is uh, a I mean, fun town. Little Scottsdale, that's a nice, yeah, that's a nice little yeah. long weekend. Easy flight, hour and 25 minutes. Look at all the towns we're mentioning. I mean, just think about this. And this is why I go off on this tangent all the time. And everybody makes fun of me and everybody says, why do you live here? Every town we've mentioned is a warm weather town. No one's going to Minnesota, right? No one's going to Detroit. No one's picking up and hanging out in Alaska this time of year. Saskatoon. Well, yeah, because that changes the list, right? If it's summertime, Chicago's great. And you go to a Cubs game and it's all kinds of fun. You know why? Because we want to feel good. My, we want to go, walk outside and feel good. You don't want to freeze your butt off. It is the coldest city I've ever been to. Which one? Chicago. Oh, the with, wind? with it coming off the lake? It is miserable when it's when it's cold in Chicago. Sorry, Marty. It's miserable. And they have that awful here. deep dish pizza. That's no good. That's not the way you're supposed to do it. Uh, Mar- the- Marty's got something to say here. I just what? I just think it's funny. What what's so great about it in the summertime then? Because it's not cold. Right. It's, well, it's pretty not simple. cold a lot of places in the summertime. Yeah, but, I mean, it's actually a nice city when it's yeah. not cold. When it, it's it, cold, it's a torture city. It's it, that simple. It's That's cool. True. You can walk around down by the river and, you know, find hey, you a know nice spot to grab a cocktail. You know when I go to the mountains in Denver? You know when I go? Summertime. In the summer. Exactly. I go in the summer. That's when I go. I enjoy Vail. I enjoy Breck. I enjoy all those beautiful mountain cities. You know when I don't go? When it's 114 Kelvin below zero. That's when I don't go. When it's freezing, what's the point? You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's cold outside. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up on the Tuesday edition of Kreckman and Harris, we got Adam Mares getting us ready for the Nuggets versus Mavericks. And plus, we'll talk more NFL, the fallout of the divisional rounds, and what to expect in the AFC and NFC championship games this weekend. We'll also continue to talk about the red-hot Colorado Avalanche and the Denver Broncos. They're the worst team in Denver right now, and I'll tell you how far away they are from climbing the ladder. Kreckman and Harris, Tuesday, 3 o'clock. Every week. Day afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Altitude brings you the best Nuggets action all season long. Tune in tonight as your Denver Nuggets take on the Dallas Mavericks. 
Make sure to watch on Altitude tonight starting at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. Check out our website for a full list of channel numbers in your area at AltitudeSports.com. And make sure to follow Altitude on Twitter and like us on Facebook for around-the-clock coverage and exclusive interviews. Altitude Sports, your TV home for the Denver Nuggets. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. c3adjusters.com. Hi, I'm Keith Jones, Executive Chef for Mountain High Appliance, and I've been cooking up some exciting things for you in our Louisville and Colorado Springs showrooms. Wouldn't it be nice to see appliances in action before deciding to make them a part of your everyday life? We have over 250 live appliances and over 20 inspiring kitchens, and they're all available for you to try out for yourself. Want to know if your dream oven will bring that special family recipe to the next level? Come in to Mountain High Appliance and find out that yes, yes, it certainly will. Don't miss our live product demonstrations every weekend in our beautiful full-service kitchens. You'll learn all about your favorite appliances while professional chefs provide cooking tips and techniques. Become the pro of your new kitchen. Visit us online at mountainhighappliance.com and click on events to find out what's cooking. No RSVP required, so just come in and experience the difference. The United States Postal Service is hiring carriers for the Denver Post Office. Check out the job fair Thursday, January 18th from 3 to 6 p.m. And get more info on the positions, wages, and benefits. 7540 East 53rd Place in Denver. 7540 East 53rd Place, Thursday. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Extra delay behind a crash, Highway 93 at Washington. This report is brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Stop and go traffic north on I-25, Castle Pines all the way through to University. Southbound, extra delay through downtown. Staying slow for you, Alameda, down to Hamden before your speeds are going to pick back up. Getting pulled over for buzzed driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because Buzz driving is drunk driving. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This is this is one I can't get really a handle on yet with, you know, the people in the building. I, I still think ultimately if 
if Elway makes a move for a veteran quarterback, he wants the home run. And, right. and I think right now that would be, you know, your chances of getting cousins in that scenario are the, are the greatest. I mean, the home run of home runs is Drew Brees. At Jeff Legwold on with uh, Moj yesterday. We will, uh, I think it was Moj for the afternoon show. We'll visit with Legwold ourselves at 9.30. He seems to think that the Broncos are going deep. They're going after the home run quarterback. They're going to put a lot of money, invest a lot of money in that free agent quarterback acquisition this offseason. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't deny them that opportunity. That's the only way to go. Why wouldn't you? If you want to rebuild, and I know you're, you're keen on this, Manchester, if you're going to draft a quarterback, understand that it's going to take two to three years. Two to three years to get to where you want to go. Well, I think you can still win while that quarterback learns on the job. I really do. It's, it's the Big Ben in 2004, right? Where the Steelers were able to win games. They just didn't count on him to carry them. I think you can, I think you can still win games with as good as this defense is if you've got a guy back there that can make two or three plays a game for you. That's what you need. I made this comment yesterday and see if you agree with me. Everyone's all in on this. Wow, you, you don't need an elite quarterback to get to the Super Bowl. Look at the final four right now. You only have one elite quarterback of the four. You have Nick Foles. He's not elite. I mean, Blake Bortles. Nobody's going to confuse him with elite Case Keenum. He's just making a name for himself. Tom Brady's the only guy. So I ask you, who do you, who's the overwhelming favorite to win it all at this point? New England. Okay. Not, it's, who are the, it's not even close. Who were the four quarterbacks in the final four last year? It was Tom Brady. It was Aaron Rodgers, who's now dating Danica Patrick. Big Ben was in the final four. And, and, uh, Matty Ice. Yeah. So, okay, because it happens one year doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean it's a trend. This is an aberration. It's an aberration no different than Trent Dilfer winning a Super Bowl. Mark Rippon winning a Super Bowl. Jeff Hostetler winning a Super Bowl. Yes, it's happened, but you can come up with like five. Five times where they've won a Super Bowl without a great quarterback with a middle-of-the-road pedestrian is. guy. That's yes. 10%. This is Case Keenum throwing an out route to Stephon Diggs and fu- suddenly finding the end. That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. Right, Otherwise, Drew Brees is represented in this Final Four. Because Super Bowl 52 should have been Drew Brees and Tom Brady, and we'd be sitting here going, yep, exactly. The two best quarterbacks in the in the playoffs are still standing. Can you get there without a marquee quarterback? Yes, you can. That is the road less traveled. I want the road that's easier traveled. Vic, couple points here real quick. I get the vibe that the Broncos' next quarterback, and I want your guys' thoughts on this, the Broncos' next quarterback will either be Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield. Now, maybe Drew Brees is the pipe dream, but I agree with you guys. He's probably not getting away. But my gut instinct on January 16th is the Broncos' next quarterback is Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield. I I, I would be stunned, beyond stunned, if the Broncos don't acquire a free agent to start next year, a veteran free agent. If they decide to go full rookie, I would literally, I'd be on the floor, I'd be in some sort of position where you did Two or three people to get me up off the floor. Well, then why are That's they coaching him at the Senior Bowl, Vic? Well, they, mean they you, may... can't, you can still draft him. Doesn't mean you can't draft a guy even though you go get a free agent quarterback. You You're going to take no, someone no. at five who doesn't play right away? Yeah, you got to play him. If you take a quarterback at, at five, he has to play. How they do you can't... know he's going to go at five? I mean, how do you know they don't want to evaluate? How do you... Just because they're coaching a guy doesn't necessarily mean they're taking a guy. No, I understand that. I understand that. I just think this is a franchise that doesn't pick that high very often. And you happen to be picking 
that high in a draft that is loaded with quarterbacks. And you don't have one. You don't have a franchise guy. You need to set yourself up for the next decade, not go with a Band-Aid approach or not go with an this. approach where you're, you're saddled with an albatross of a contract with Kirk Cousins, a guy who's a pedestrian 8-8 eight eight quarterback year in and year out. Hold on a second. We are of the assumption that if they sign a Kirk Cousins, they sign a free agent quarterback, they're going to be stuck with this albatross contract as you just described it. What makes you think that that's what they have in mind? What makes you think that they can't go get a Kirk Cousins and pay him through the teeth for two years instead of five? Why does it have to be a five-year deal? Because somebody's going to offer him that kind of deal. Okay. What if they offer more money for two years or relative money than somebody would offer for four? I think Kirk Cousins has had enough of one- or two-year contracts. I think Kirk okay. Cousins, is, okay. when he finally hits the market, is going to be looking for that long-term guaranteed money that he's been waiting for from the Redskins for at least two years. So what team is out there in the in the Kirk Cousins market? Because I don't think it's as vast as you think. I don't think there are that many people clamoring for Kirk Cousins services that are going to throw that kind of money. Give me a couple teams that you think are going to unload that kind of money at Kirk Cousins. Well, I would agree with you, Vic. Jacksonville's out, and I think Washington's out. I think the market is dwindling for Kirk Cousins. Are you tell me. What other teams are sitting there going? Arizona doesn't have a quarterback. Okay, so Arizona. Why why do you guys think Jacksonville's out? Because Blake Bortles had a a decent game against the Steelers? Because he he wasn't awful? I don't think they have the money. I don't think they have the money to spend on Kirk Cousins. I don't think they have the salary cap space like the like the Broncos do to spend on Kirk Cousins. You don't think I, Cleveland would be interested? Cleveland's yeah, got all be. kinds of money. Why would you if you're Cleveland though, why would you want to invest that kind of money when your roster is not ready to make that next step? Wouldn't you want to grow see if there's ever a team to draft and grow with a quarterback, it's Cleveland. I mean that makes all the sense in the world. That's a drafting growth process. Because they've it's won not... one game combined in two years. I get it. But, I mean, do you think just having Kirk Cousins in their presence is going to change their team? It's not going to change crap. It's no, not they, a good roster. They certainly would be better than they are right now. I just think that we're quick to assume that Kirk Cousins is going to be too expensive for the Broncos. And I disagree. I don't think he – what's to say you can't give Cousins? Let's just say, Let's just assume now that he's going to be a $30 million contract. He's going to make more money than per year than any quarterback out there. Okay. Two years, $30 million each. Two years. You go get Kirk Cousins for two years at $30 million, and then you draft a Baker Mayfield or you draft a Josh Allen. You draft another quarterback. Two years. That's tolerable. Are you kidding me? That's uh, more I, than tolerable. That's I, ideal. I would agree with that. But how about the Dolphins? Do you think they'd be in here? How about if the Giants do something different, something with Eli? Do you think they'd be in it? Like, I think this market is going to be stronger than you think. San Francisco's out. They, at one point, they look like the place he was going to go. I cannot imagine that they're not sold on Jimmy G at this point. Okay, so you're assuming then that Miami is not going to go with the quarterback that got hurt in the offseason that lost his starting spot to Jay Cutler. Tannehill. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill seems okay. like he's hurt all the time, okay, and so he fine. seems like he's hit his ceiling. So, you know, when that means then that Jay Cutler is going to be on the market again. Okay, and I think I take, I take Jake Cutler for a year or two. I would too. I, I would too. I just, but if you draft a quarterback, do we really want to go through this whole thing again? The same thing they did with Paxton Lynch. Oh, he's going to sit and learn. And the same debate: Do you sit him and, and let him learn holding the clipboard, or does he get out on the field and learn by seeing it, by, by facing mis- live but, but, action? But you made a mistake with with Paxton Lynch. That you can't let that impact your decisions in the future. 
because you made a mistake with the guy, what you're never going to draft a quarterback? No, again? that's what I'm not. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that one of the biggest mistakes they made with Paxton Lynch is they just didn't play the kid. No, no, no. We're two no, no, years no, no, in no, and no, he's no. played four no, no, games. No, no, no. The mistake they made is drafting him. Well, that was no, no, that was also blame, one. Hold on a sec. Don't blame the Paxton Lynch experiment on they didn't play him. He couldn't play. You don't think that that's had, why they didn't play. You don't think that had any chance of turning out differently had he just played as a rookie. Uh, vaguely, maybe here and there. No, he's not a franchise quarterback. I don't think he earned yet. the right to play. I think no. you just throw him into the if deep you, end and see what he can see, do. See, that settles every debate you've ever had about this. If he could not beat out Trevor Simeon, he couldn't mm. beat him out. Mm. They fell in love with a guy who's he good at the whiteboard. Coaches, coaches go with the guy who they think's the safer option because he knows the playbook forward and backward. If you can't beat out a seventh-round pick, what are you doing? Vic, real quick, the Broncos pick at 5, and then what do they pick at, 37? Has that been established yet? Yeah, Somewhere no. in that range. They need to get two of the four guys on their team, and I want your thought on this. Two of these four guys need to be Denver Broncos. I don't care which two, but between 5 and 37, Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, Sonny Michelle, and Lamar Jackson, two of those four need to be Broncos. And I understand Mayfield and Saquon, you could get at 5, and I understand Sonny Michelle and Lamar Jackson, you could get at 37. I don't care which two. Two of those four guys need to be Denver Broncos. Well, you you know, I've given you guys what I like, and it's sort of against the grain and outside the box, but I'm a big believer in Lamar Jackson. But you got to have two of them. You can't have just one Lamar well, Jackson. Well, then take Saquon Barkley at five and take Lamar Jackson at 37. I'm but totally have fine two with that, of them. When I say you got to have two quarterbacks that play like Lamar Jackson, you got to go get two guys that play that style. You can't have one and then... Two other conventional type quarterbacks. They've got to be all unconventional or conventional. Why? You've got to have different quarterbacks. Dak and Zeke went thirteen and three. Why can't Saquon and Lamar with this defense go eleven and five? Dak, Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson are entirely different style quarterbacks. My point is Dallas went thirteen and three, rookie running back, rookie quarterback. I'm not saying the Broncos are going to go thirteen and three, but if you keep this defense together and you have Lamar Jackson and Saquon Barkley, you can go eleven and five, maybe twelve and four. I, you can win the AFC you know West. Why? Because I don't like young people. Well, I, I knew that. I I don't like the youth of our country. That's that's it right there. I don't I don't like you. Coming I, up next, I can tell. We're gonna go old man. Coming up next, the voice of your Colorado Avalanche apparently has a show here on the mix. Mark Mosher. <laughs> There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing, meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Here's your National Western Stock Show update, brought to you by Purple Cowboy Wines. 
Today's highlights include Pro Rodeo. Tonight is Military Appreciation Night. Plus, you don't want to miss the Extreme Dogs, Man's Best Friend, in an all-new show full of amazing tricks and aerial stunts. Tickets and information at NationalWestern.com. This National Western Stock Show update is brought to you by Purple Cowboy Wines, the official wine of the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association and proud supporter of Tough Enough to Wear Pink. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From oil changes to computerized alignments, we do it all. New year, same car. Get a free annual checkup. Plus, we offer same-day service. Mention this ad and get an oil change starting at $26.99. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus. Service you can trust at a price you can afford. America comes to Brakes Plus. January is Radon Action Month. Ace Radon reminds you to take action. Have your home tested by the Radon experts. Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Radon is the least known and most deadly of all indoor air pollutants and is preventable. According to the EPA, every 25 minutes someone dies from radon-related lung cancer. Radon testing and mitigation is highly specialized, and it's all we do at Ace Radon. Trust over 30 years of experience. Race to Ace to find out if you're being exposed to radon. Testing is easy and the fix is affordable with Ace Radon. Mention this ad for a $50 radon inspection. If your radon is high, Ace is offering discounts and payment options on new radon systems. January is Radon Action Month. Take action. Have your home tested for dangerous radon levels. Race to AceRadon.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Crash clearing Highway 93 at Washington in the Golden Area. Expect delay. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Northbound I-25, especially slow this morning. Castle Pines Parkway to University. And there is an accident clearing off to the shoulder. Southbound I-25 at 20 is southbound. Staying slow. Alameda down to Hamden. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Kept alive by Kerfoot momentarily, but Anaheim takes control. Fed off for Manson down the left wing. Here comes Getzlaff. Ducks on the charge right now. Getzlaff with a shot redirected. Saved by Bernier. Rebound. Saved by Bernier. Rebound. Saved by Bernier. And it's picked up by Como. He is the voice of the Mix 100. 
Our very own Mark Mosier, who calls games for the Colorado Avalanche. Mosier, um, you must be, oh, you must be flying high right now. I want to fight you so bad. What's the problem? I want to fight you so bad. What's the issue? What's All what, I want to why do you have I so much? Wish, I just, I just wish you were there when I got in today. Yeah. Um, seriously, I've known you a long time, and there's nothing better, nothing better than your job when the team is winning. There's nothing worse than your job when the team is losing. So last year, you had probably the worst job on earth. I mean, outside of people that have to move those porta potties, you probably have the second worst job on earth. This year, <laughs> it's a different deal. Yeah, it, you know, I, I always tell Tom, I say winning is fun, man. I mean, it just it makes it makes all the difference in the world. There's no doubt about it, Victor. And, and you know, last year was tough. But I, I knew down deep in my heart, I knew they weren't a 48-point team. There was just so many circumstances that came together that conglomerated into, into one situation to lead to a 48-point type of season. But, but everything has changed. And, you know, when Joe Sackett came out, he said, listen, and this was in the offseason, he said, listen, uh, we're, we're not doing that anymore. We're changing direction. This is our plan. This is what we're going to do. You know, we're asking to be patient. We know that stuff after 48 points, but please, we're going to build it this way. And you're already seeing, seeing that start to happen. And, and he's already made some, some obviously terrific moves. He's played the Bernier Saints right there. And I heard HW talking about it earlier. You know, Bernier was really a terrific insurance policy should Simeon Varlamov get hurt again. And he's come through the morning tellers. And to have Jim target him and say, that's the guy we want to get in the situation before. He's been a number one before. A real head's not moving right now. It's paying up for the apps. Well, Bernier, wasn't that was the same draft class as Varley. Weren't they the same exact draft class? Bernier was actually a first-rounder, Varley a third-rounder. So how did their, how did one all of a sudden become a franchise goalie and the other one is a backup for the apps? Well, I have to go back and look at it. I think, no, I think Varley was a, uh, I think Varley, no, he was a first two. Was he? Okay. As well, yeah. And so, but, but the, the, the deal is, is that, I mean, listen, you know, they're all good goalies. Jonathan Bruning has been a one in this league. He's, he's been a number one with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, you know, he was really essentially a one last year for a long stretch with the Anaheim Ducks, you almost half the season because of, the, of injury. And so he's been in a situation before. He knows what to do. And, you know, sometimes the difference between a one and a two is very slim. Sometimes it's, it's very big. And you have your elite goalies in the league. But Bernie's really good, and he has been a really good this week for some time. So, uh, you know, he's in a rhythm right now. In fact, I asked him that after the game. I said, you know, you, you get some games thrown together, and you get the rhythm. He's like, yeah, I just, you know, I'm just, just playing my game. I'm not thinking about anything else. And I just feel you know, like that's so I hit the range and, and do my thing. But it, it is, a, again, a great insurance policy to have when a guy can play this well in place of the number one in Sammy Barlamov. And Bernie essentially is a 1A. And, you know, if you go back to the summertime, and, and listen, I love Calvin Pickard as much as anybody did. I mean, he's a great guy. I'll always be a friend of his. I, I like him very much. But he has exposed him in the expansion draft, and the Vegas Golden Knights decided to take him. And that's all well and good. That's fine. Because you wanted to keep all these your number one. Well, I, I just, I know that that pitch would have been the same player filling in for Bowley again this year. I don't know that it would be the same kind of situation. Which is why you want to pay up a little bit more for a guy like Bernie, but when you really need him, you really need him, and the app really need him right now. Uh, Jesse, do me a favor. Hang up on Moj and call him back, because that phone line is so bad. I mean, it is so nails on the chalkboard bad that I just want to start slapping people. 
So hang up on them immediately. Call them right back. Let's see if we if we can establish a better feed from Mark Mosier because it does Mosier a disservice. He's got such a distinctive voice. We don't want to make it sound that way to the uh, to the listenership. Jonathan Bernier, by the way, yes, the 11th overall choice of the 2006 NHL draft going to the Kings. Uh, Mike Chambers has the story in the paper today. And uh, number 23 overall that year, a fellow by the name of Varley who went to the Washington Capitals. So same draft class, same year, 2006. One goes 11, one goes number 23. Moj joins us again. Moj, the, the question is going well, to be asked. Well, hold on, hold on. What happened? What? Do, I sound, do I sound okay now? Is this, is this better? Yes, now it's tolerable. Yes, and before you uh, were I was in, Yeah, I'm in my doctor's office parking lot. Oh, okay. Um, when Varley's healthy to play again, and we don't know when that will be, okay, why, if the Avs keep winning, and they're not going to win at this pace, but let's say they keep winning, why would... Why would you make a move? I mean, isn't it Bernier's job to lose at this point? Well, I, I don't know about that because Varley's your one, but I also think... Wait, 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 wait. You just said Varley's your one. I don't care who's my one. I wouldn't, you know, if, if if you filled in for me and you doubled my ratings, you're, you're my one. You're my well, I one. Would, I don't care. I, that, that, that would happen. So, you know, I mean, I, I just say, you know, keep doing your show. But, exactly. Uh, <laughs> employee of the month. Uh, no, but but the, the deal is that, I, and, and I think that that's what they would do. I mean, you, you want to go with the guy who's playing hot. I mean, if Jonathan Bernier continues to play hot when Barley's totally healthy, there's no reason to pull him out. But I'll say this, that when Bernier was signed, there was never any, any I think, idea of playing Barley more than maybe 50 games anyway. You know what I mean? I, I don't, yeah. I mean, it, it, again, it was a situation where he's not going to play 65 games and you give Bernier 17. You know, I mean, it was always going to be a situation, I believe, where, where Varley was going to get more games than Bernier, but Bernier was going to play a lot. So I don't think they'd have a problem riding the hot guy if Varley's healthy and ready to come back and Bernier's still playing so well. But, again, Varley's your number one for a reason. He's, he, when he's on, he's a, a healthy, he's an awesome goalie, too. So it's a, it's a great issue to have. You know, I mean, they're, they're, both, uh, they're both very, very capable. You know why this is so much fun? Because the, the teams that the Avs are playing of late, they, they beat Dallas, a team in the wild card hunt. They beat um, Anaheim in the wild card hunt. Here's San Jose, who's a point ahead of the Avs. They play Thursday night in the wild card hunt. So it's a, just a huge traffic jam in the West, and yet they're playing and beating these teams. Yeah, it's important. I mean, these are all essentially big four-point games. Because of the way the playoff structure is set up, then you have two divisions now, right? So the top three make it in automatically. And of all the times going to the postseason in the new format, the central division has gotten five teams in, except last year when each division got four teams in. But you can only have a max five out of one division. The sixth team in the central could have ten more points than the number three team in the Pacific, and it doesn't matter. The top three teams get in. So when you're talking about Anaheim and San Jose and all these teams in the Pacific, Calgary that's going to be there, they've won seven in a row. All these teams that are there, you know, you've got to take care of your business against not only your division, but against the rest of the West because you never know what's going to happen come, come late March and April. So, yeah, these are all four-point games. They're all huge contests. And then you're going head-to-head with these teams that are right in front of you, and you just got to keep on going. And I just love the mindset of this team right now. They, they go to the rink believing they can win and, and thinking they should win now. And once you turn that corner, you know, you start to believe. And then once you go to the rink thinking, man, we're playing good enough, we're, we're bought in, the system is good, we've 
believing it, we're getting results. It's a great place to be as you come down the stretch here. The Avs are only getting stronger as the season goes on, and some things are actually getting weaker as the season goes on. You, you know what's a good indicator of a team that's turning the corner? And again, please forgive me because this is amateur analysis of a sport that you clearly uh, are an authority on. But when you have a penalty kill unit like the Avs do, I think it's number two in the league, th- th- is there a better indicator of grit than the penalty kill? If you can kill those off, you know you're skating. No doubt. Yeah, it starts with your goaltending for sure, your best penalty killer. But I asked Blake Como that exact question yesterday because he's one of the best penalty killers the Avs have. And, and he said, you know, we, we're just focused. We're just, we're, 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 you know, we know what we're doing out there. We're, we're hungry. We're energetic. But what I see, too, you know, guys are blocking shots. Guys are diving for loose pucks. Guys are, are working hard and making plays on the PK. Not only smartly, but, but with a lot of energy and a lot of focus. And to me, this is another indication. It's guys are playing for each other. You know, they don't want to give up that ball, man. They're busting their tails, and they're making smart plays, too, and they're clearing pucks when they should, and they're not just throwing them up the middle and throwing them up the boards and it's kept in, and you, you get another opportunity for the opposition. I mean, they're really doing good things with it, and, uh, again, they're playing for each other. They're selling out. They're diving to the block shots, even, and it's just a, it's a cool thing to see. They're piling hard in front of the net. They're working hard in the corners. They're winning a lot more battles, and I know this sounds all like hockey speak, but it's the truth. And when you do that kind of thing, when you want it more than the opposition, you're going to come out on top. It's like good rebounding in the NBA. You just got to want it more than the guy does. So what I don't understand, Moj, and I've wondered this aloud, and nobody's had the answers for me, when when you're calling all these Avs games and your schedule's so busy, you're traveling, when do you find time to spin those Taylor Swift records on the mix? How do you how do you work it all at the same time? Yeah, it's, uh, well, I, I work that thing with the boss, and I carry a little mini turntable with me, a disc player with me on the road. Yeah, so it's really cool. And I love me some deep dub, and I'm a Swifty, yeah, no doubt okay. about it. And, well, yeah, and, 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 and like, uh, you know, when I go back to the web days, I always yeah. play the hits, Rick. You know, sure. I always yeah. play the hits. You can hear him every afternoon on the mix. He is Mark Mosier, the voice of the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Mosier, always appreciate a few minutes with us every morning on your way to the doctor's office. Good luck, whatever you're doing this morning. Let's fight. Let's fight. <laughs> okay. Take him off the air. He's getting a little too crazy. Clearly, that Taylor Swift music's getting to him. Throwing him off his rocker a little bit. But, I, you know, that's just great. We own all these stations for KSE, and we always find opportunities for people. Uh, Moj has indicated to his, his his supervisors that he wanted to be part of the talk show game, so they got him a gig with the mix in the afternoons. He, he rolls Taylor Swift and and I don't know whatever music the mix plays. What does the mix play? HW. Uh, all the hits of today, I guess you uh, could say. It's it's Maroon Five, Taylor nice. Swift, Katy nice. Perry. It's good for them to give Moj that kind of opportunity. It's just good, you know. I like seeing that. I'm going to let you keep riding. He's the perfect fit. He is. He is. You know, we talk sports. He plays Taylor Swift. He's the best at what he does. Let's be honest. I just don't want to tell him that. He is the best at what he does. He makes Avs hockey fun to listen to. Coming up a little bit later, Jeff Legwald on his uh, quarterback theory, what the Broncos have planned in the offseason. We touched on that a little bit. But first, it is our morning sugar fix with Marty O next on the Vic Lombardi Show.
here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Don't miss the Nuggets Social on Wednesday, January 24th at Punchbowl Social. Meet your favorite Nuggets players, coaches, alumni, dancers, and super mascot Rocky. And raise funds to support Crocky Sports Charities. Tickets at NBA.com forward slash Nuggets forward slash tickets. Don't miss the National Western Stock Show going on now through the 21st. Enjoy acres of Western shopping and the Super Bowl of Livestock Shows. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department located off I-70 in Colorado. You will ensure that deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package, starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Pepsi Center is the place to be for Thursday and Friday night home games with Nuggets Night Out. Murray's on the run, and he throws it down. Get one ticket and one beer and sit in the lower level for just $50. Up to Barton, can he hit again? You betcha! The next Nuggets Night Out is Friday, January 19th versus the Phoenix Suns at 7 p.m. Jokic three to shoot, fall back, baby! Get your Nuggets Night Out tickets today at Nuggets.com or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Minas Restaurant. Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today, 